I solemnly swear that I'm up to no good. Are you Tony Stank? Don't get technical with me. She needs to sort out her priorities. That's no moon. I can do this all day. Yeah, I know. So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first. Welcome to the A Plus Z Movie Review Podcast. I'm the A, that stands for Alex. And I'm the Z, that stands for Zach. And we're not reviewing movies today, but it is a big, the first kind of major marker on the award season calendar. Insert audio of Moira Rose saying, What is your favorite season? Awards. Uh, the Golden Globe nominations came out today, and we figured, why the hell not talk about them? But before we talk about all of them, we will probably see all most of these movies that get nominated, um, and you can find all of our reviews for those on our Instagram at a.z underscore movie review. And also on uh, Twitter, a underscore z underscore movie review, where that's mostly news and stuff versus reviews that will be prominently featured on our Instagram. Um, yeah. And this is a good way to sort of um, curate, you know, what's going on in award season and things for us to see. Now the, the, the golden globes are obviously, you get, you kind of get different. You take a temperature basically of how things are going to go. Yes. And I'm curious how these nominations play versus the Oscars this year, because of course, this is the first time after the year hiatus that they took from from the NBC broadcast and the Hollywood Foreign Press and the Golden Globes were under much scrutiny over the last couple of years. Um, I mean, Emily in Paris being nominated for a Golden Globe <laughs> should have been a dead giveaway that this shit is rigged. Yes, it's 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 in the past. It has always been more about who schmoozed best with the foreign press, who the foreign press wanted to meet. Uh, and have dinner with and whatever and you know which is unfortunate because of all the award shows this was usually the more fun award show because oh yeah who doesn't love ricky gervais taking the piss out of everybody ricky gervais nailing everybody to the floor (laughs) uh uh tina fey and amy poehler going off even the adam sandler not adam sandler andy samberg uh sandra oh well not perfect was pretty fun for what that was a weird pairing honestly but andy sandberg was fun and so it's like and plus you get all the you get the movie people and the tv people mixing with drinks and that's one of my favorite jokes is like somebody some uh, some movie star was nominated for some tv work but they were sitting on the movie people side that there is this like like main divide like oh you're television i see yep so uh, the 2022 broadcast was canceled after a report by the Los Angeles Times on ethical lapses of the Hollywood Foreign Press, which we sort of glazed over real quick. <clears throat> and it was also uh, part of that report was the makeup of the Hollywood Foreign Press, where of the group's 87 members at the time, none of them were black. Uh, and so many of the celebrities wanted to were not going to go. They boycotted uh, NBC, as, as we said, took down the broadcast, didn't do it. And 
it was while the awards still went on, they, they weren't broadcast or anything, but they gave they, them out. They awarded films and TV shows with these things. But but nobody... if you don't hear a bad speech, yeah, does it actually happen? <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, so the the whole Hollywood Foreign Press supposedly has tried to reinvent themselves. Uh, they've worked on adding d- uh, diversity. They added 21 new journalists. They tried to strengthen their ethical rules to bar voters from accepting gifts from the studios, as had been done in the past. The group uh, also added 103 voters total who are not members. Uh, and the, the, the Globes now say that more than 10% of its voting body is black. So that's their small things to try to tide that over. 10%? Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's the foreign press, so it's the whole rest of the world. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it's still... Um, Yikes. So it's curious to see how this goes on. Now, for the actual broadcast, NBC will be doing a broadcast on a one-year trial basis. <laughs> one-year trial? One-year trial. Is this the thing that you were going to tell me that you wanted my this thoughts on? This is not on? the thing. Well, oh, that's shoot. part of it. Okay. One-year trial. Oh, God. It is not on Sunday. Oh. It's on a goddamned Tuesday. Oh. Tuesday, January 10th is oh, the, no. the awards. Oh, no. They no got, one's going to go to that. They, they all have work the next day. Oh, yeah. no. Uh-huh. Uh, no one is going to watch that. Gerard Carmichael will be the host. Who? He's a black comedian. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the thing that's one year trial basis. I feel bad I for it. this man. No one is going to watch him. <laughs> it's, I mean, we will, but. Yeah, we will. And, oh, man. You know, the Globes traditionally, you know, with all the schmoozing and all that. The thing that you, it's, it's sort of the start. It's just sort of a fun party. That's, that's how I always viewed it. Because when you go back and look at movies, nobody cares how many Golden Globes you won, really. <laughs> like, did that movie win an Oscar or not? And, you know, the Globes have always been kind of funny about the categories. Like, the hilarious romp that was The Martian. <laughs> the example. Martian, a comedy. Yeah, that's the one that always stands out. And I mean, I did laugh that he was eating poop potatoes, but... It is definitely not a comedy. There's still a little bit of that going on. He was still stranded on a planet. (laughs) That's pretty dramatic. Um, so uh, what? I'm just reading off of the variety piece that we're going off uh, for for list purposes. One of the actors that's already spoken out about it is Brendan Fraser, Mm -hmm. uh, or Fraser, as he corrected Adam Sandler in a a fun video this week. So he's up for best actor for the whale, which is coming out, and ever like we've we've mentioned before, is going to be. Uh, kind of a big deal. Um, and uh, he's already said that he won't attend. Yeah. Uh, Which is sad because this might be like the first domino of his renaissance period. But I don't blame him for sticking to his guns. Yeah, I well, mean, he, he's it's very accused, justified. He accused the former uh, Hollywood Foreign Press head, Philip Burke, of groping him. Uh, and Burke said he was joking and denied the allegations. Uh, Fraser said to told GQ, I have more history with the Hollywood Foreign Press Association than I have respect for the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. No, I will not participate. It's because of the history that I have with them and that, and my mother didn't raise a hypocrite. You can call me a lot of things, but not that. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see if he's the first of many that don't attend. Uh, entirely possible because like like we we outlined it's it's not a whole lot of changes but you know i mean it's especially for i mean 
I'm not super well versed in in schedule or production schedules, but like I'm assuming production specifically television if they're in production they'll have to have worked on monday mm-hmm. maybe tuesday maybe not tuesday i yeah. mean they have a set schedule on how these things go and that really throws a wrench into a lot of it i mean and if that's done on purpose so that it's primarily movie stars who have a little more flexibility maybe that's very hollywood foreign press i feel yeah, I'm I'm curious now that <clears throat> now that I read that, I want to know if the ceremony will be on like if it's going to be taped delayed or something, because that 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 is a good point. Um, let's see. They have this for this year. I don't see it. Probably too. Yeah, probably. Um. Anyway, so. Uh, do you want to know who got the most nominations or do we just want to go through the nominations? Yeah, who got the most nominations? Okay. Uh, for film, uh, the, lead, the, the most nominated film is The Banshees of Inishirin. Uh It's an Irish film about the Irish Civil War oh. uh, with Colin Farrell and, um, oh, who is Mad-Eye Moody? His actor. Oh, Dom Hall Gleason. Yeah, Dom Hall Gleason. Uh, they're the, the the mains there. <laughs> Barry Keegan. Uh, oh of, yeah, yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, you mean uh, the, the Joker? The, the Joker for half a second. Yep. Uh, they get eight nominations. Wow. For for in the movie category, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once comes in with six. Wait, nominations. they have eight nominations. Never mind. Sorry. Cut this. <laughs> okay. Uh, eight nominations, including well, I don't want to. We'll we'll get into the actual uh, awards. Everything Everywhere All at Once has six. Uh, the Fablemans uh, has five, as well as Babylon has five. And Elvis got five, which, when, again, when we're talking about the Golden Globes, <laughs> that is what I'm talking about. <clears throat> like we've, we've seen Elvis. We reviewed Elvis and talked about it on the first episode of this podcast. Uh, it's a good movie. Enjoyable. Uh, up up among the most nominated films of the year, I disagree. But we also haven't seen all the other films of the year yet, so that's yeah. I feel like your bias will show once we watch that Irish one. Well, yeah, but I <laughs> I've, I've 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 wanted to see that for a bit because I knew it was going to be good, and and you know a good Irish story never turns me down. Um, and I know that's been out in places, but we haven't seen that yet. Just time timeline. Everything everywhere all at once is one that. We tried to see it like three times and we never did. I think I, it's on Prime now. Yeah, I can't believe we missed it in theaters. Like that that seems something that was right up our alley. It just it, we didn't get to it. But it, it I, I know it's good. I I have a feeling that we're probably gonna love it. Um so we'll see how that goes. And then the Fable Means is on our list. Uh Babylon definitely on the list of things to see uh when those come out. Uh for the TV side. Yeah. Uh streamers dominated the awards as you could expect. Um, HBO Max and Netflix each got 14 nominations apiece. <laughs> Hulu had 10. Uh, Searchlight Pictures, uh, an independent label owned by Disney, uh, was the most nominated film company with 12 nods. Uh, A24 had 10 nominations as well. Okay. So, cool. You ready to get into it? Yeah, let's get into these nominations. Tonight, we honor the television shows that have entertained us all year, as well as the films that have only been in theaters for two days. 
That's what makes tonight so special. Only at the Golden Globes do the beautiful people of film rub shoulders with the rat-faced people of television. Okay, so we're going to start. We'll start with the big categories, right? Uh, best motion picture drama. Your nominees. Avatar, The Way of Water. Elvis, The Fablemans, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. Hell yeah. You want to talk about some, <laughs> some palm greasing, like, oh, it's the hottest movie of the year. Um, it's still, Mr. Tom it's Cruise. still in theaters. They we put went it back to, in. We went to the movies on what, Saturday? Yeah. Today is Monday. Yeah, this is it mid-December. Is still in theaters. That movie came out in May. It came out Memorial Day weekend. It will probably be back out there next Memorial Day weekend. They're just going to turn it into a tradition of watching Top Gun on Memorial it Day weekend. It came out Memorial Day weekend, and we're damn near at Christmas, and it's still playing. That's, Cheapers. I mean, on on that merit alone, it probably deserves nominations for this and the Oscars. Because it's, when you get to, like, what do you think of, like, a best picture? Tell me there's not a, be a better fucking movie that this, you've seen than this movie. I feel like this is a good candidate. I mean, we're straying off into the Oscars, but they had talked about doing right. the popular movie category. Uh -huh. That is what this is for. That would run away with it. You know, Ten in, times in over, like this. yes. Uh, Which, I mean, I guess, is that, what, is that what the Golden Globes is? Is the popular movie slash TV show. No, because that's not true at all because they've they've nominated some some real stinkers uh before. <laughs> but they're popular. Are they? So, some of the uh, I mean some of them aren't. You'll talk about how much social media engagement Emily in Paris gets. It's all bashing, but yeah. you know, any press is press, you know? Yeah. Uh Avatar the Way of Water comes out in wide release this week. We will see that despite your your protests. I just don't have six hours available only, in the day. It's only three twenty. Oh, I was only <laughs> off by half. Um, y you know, I feel weird that it's nominated. Like people are giving it a lot of high praise from like the early reviews I've seen, and again, like the original was such a phenomenon. But as I think we've mentioned here. I and maybe this will prove me wrong, but again, the early reviews don't seem to be telling it differently. Visually impressive. What is it about? <laughs> like, Plot-wise, it's lacking yeah. is what I've, what I've seen. So, again, like all of these, three of these are spectacles, <laughs> right? Avatar, yes. Top Gun, and Elvis. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas The Fablemans is probably a more traditional best picture runner yeah and so is tar which is a, a biopic about a conductor with uh kate blanchett as, as okay. a star cool um so i i know kate blanchett's got gotten platitudes for for her work there and i'm sure that's what's leading this to where it is but um like on a, on a pure film basis i would probably say it's the fablemans as, as a favorite here yeah we haven't seen it so i can't say i mean right but just like really you anything think of, like, goes a, a here winner. Yeah, I this is a weird if, if Top Gun or Avatar win this thing, that's <laughs> we have failed. I think we can put the Golden Globes back on the shelf. Like, yeah. No, I, look, love the hell out of Top Gun, mm -hmm. but Ava or Avatar could be incredible. Put it back on the shelf. Yeah. If those two I win, would, put it back on the shelf. If it's up to me picking <laughs> sight unseen. Yeah. I'll go Fablemans. Just the just looks just like a like a like a movie um, feels like a movie <laughs> uh, so the next yeah. category 
for Best Picture, as is tradition with the Golden Globes. They do drama and then the same category, Best Picture, but for a musical or comedy. Mm-hmm. So your nominees for Best Picture, Musical, or Comedy are Babylon. You're going to have to help me with this one. Banshees of Inishirin. Inishirin. Did I say that right? Yes. The Banshees of Inishirin. Yeah. Everything Everywhere All at Once, Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery, and Triangle of Sadness, which I've only kind of seen pop up everywhere, but the little pop-ups I do see of it, people say that it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I've never, this yeah. is not on my radar at all. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's from Neon, which is another indie uh, yeah, house. Yeah, like A24-esque. Um, yeah, interesting. I think that's the, the, the one that's kind of thrown in there. This seems like a runaway for everything everywhere all at once or Babylon, which again, we haven't seen. I don't think it's. I I wouldn't cut Glass Onion short there. Glass Onion. I mean, or Banshees of Inishirin. You know what? This is actually probably a better, more competitive category. This is all based just on vibe checks, basically, because we haven't seen all the. I mean, not for lack of trying for some of them, but like we we literally can't see Knives Out right now. Yeah, Knives Out doesn't come out on Netflix until the 23rd. Um, you know, I, uh, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know where to go with this one only because we haven't seen any of these. Uh, we'll, we will definitely see, probably we'll definitely see at least four of these. My gut would say everything everywhere, just popular vote. Yeah. <laughs> like Babylon's on our list. Everything everywhere all at once. We should have seen glass onions on our list and Banshees of Inishirin is, is on my list at least. So I'll uh, watch it. Definitely. Jesus. <laughs> definitely. Uh, We'll get into that category probably a little bit more. Um, best director. Uh, this is they don't split this one up. Uh, James Cameron for Avatar: The Way of Water. Good old Jim. Uh, the Daniels, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Baz Luhrmann for Elvis. Again, uh, you know, okay. Uh, Martin McDonough for Banshees of Inisherin and Steven Spielberg. Ever, ever heard of that? Oh, guy? that guy for The Fablemans. <laughs> Uh, you know, again, like a category that has James Cameron and Steven Spielberg in it is not a bad category. No, very um, good company. So, again, I think Baz Luhrmann is the one that you're like, hmm, really? That one? I mean, the directorial choices of that film are are noteworthy. Yeah. They made... They made a pretty amazing looking movie considering it was all filmed in Australia. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Play, sorry, playing in the corner of this Variety page is like one of those autoplay videos. And it's playing, uh, Variety has the, the actors on actors and directors on directors videos. This directors on directors episode is Martin McDonough from the Banshees of Inishirin, an esteemed director, you know, uh, nominated here for his work. And Taylor Swift. Oh, <laughs> famed director. Oh, famed director Taylor Swift. That is what she is known for. Yeah, I saw that on Instagram today, and I was like, I don't care about this. Yeah. Uh, hey, you're Golden Globe nominated, and you're Taylor Swift. Oh my god, I I directed a short film once and some music videos. Well, we, she has we, that deal now. Yeah, she's supposedly has a deal with Paramount. Uh, is that the end of her music career? That's what they say. Yeah, I don't know about that. End of an era's tour. And Swifties don't come after us. We're we're, we're Swifties. Stands. Okay, relax. We're, 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 we got tickets to the era's tour. Don't knife us for that. <laughs> we did. I'm not giving them to you. No. Um. Next up, we got uh, screenplay. Yeah, take it away. 
uh, best screenplay, uh, Tar, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Banshees of Inishirin, Women Talking, uh, and The Fablemans. Um, all movies we haven't seen. <laughs> We're really bad at this. Yeah, My, this is this is turning out to a poop episode. I'm sure they're all well uh, written. Uh, you know, biopic, uh, Spielberg movie. I, I, you know, I again. We'll come back to that. Everything, one. everywhere, all at once. Being in there is kind of kind of cool for them too. Uh, best performances by an actor in a motion picture drama. They really get kind of my like mm-hmm. minute here. Best they best do, performance. They do actor by an actor. They do a supporting in actor. A movie. They probably do like a background well, actor. The, the thing with the supporting best Hollywood Foreign Press member <laughs> on set that day. The thing that's interesting about the Globes is they separate the best actor and actress in into drama and comedy, but best supporting is all one category. That's so stupid. Yeah. Uh, so I feel what like we they're just the making the rules up as they go. Anyway, okay. Best drama actor actors. in a motion picture drama, Austin Butler in Elvis. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Sorry. Brendan Fraser yeah. in The Whale. Mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman in The Sun. Bill Nye in Living. And Jeremy Pope in The Inspection. So this is what I'm talking about. You know what? We talked about when we saw Elvis... Austin Butler did amazing. Yeah. And I'm a little surprised that he did carry through all the way, at least to I'm not. a Golden Globe nomination. I'm not. No? No. I mean, I guess the Elvis is getting a lot of love in, I mean, in these awards. So. It's, it's kind of like the thing to do now. Rami Malek was Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Taron Egerton was... Elton John, mm-hmm. like who's next? Whitney Houston's coming. Well, in last was it last year or two years ago when uh, the Globes, uh, they were one of the few things that supported uh, the uh, uh, the Lucille Ball movie um, with uh, oh with Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Kidman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I we didn't see that, and I I heard not great things about it, but it kept getting like recognized at least nominated in a lot of these things and people are like why um i'm gonna go with brendan fraser yeah everything we've heard everything we've seen just, and heard he just, deserves it like, as a human being well, for the guy to be out of the spotlight for as long as he was like a complete joke really in, in hollywood and for him to come back in such a big not unintended big way uh, in this movie is uh, he's having a big moment. Yeah, I'm 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 very interested to see that. People say that it re- it really wrecked you, so I'm looking forward to that. And uh, good to see Hugh Jackman and Bill Nye getting uh, getting some recognition, just in general. Uh, best performance by an actress in a motion picture drama. Kate Blanchett for Tar, Olivia Coleman for Empire of Light, which seems to be a snub from the Best Picture because people are, are really raving about that for for Oscar stuff. Uh, Viola Davis for The Woman King, Anna de Armas. Oh my God. And Blonde, and Michelle Williams in The Fablemans. We didn't see Blonde. It's on Netflix. I don't want to. <laughs> because all I have heard your is. Precious, your, your precious, gentle eyes can't, can't take in an NC 17 rated movie. <laughs> no, it's. People have just said that that movie is such a butchering of 
Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Who's, you know, American royalty for for all intents and purposes. And you have Anna DeArmas out there hacking it up. Like, I'm sure it's doing her best job, but like the the like the the trailers and no offense to Anna DeArmas, like she's a, a Cuban actor. So she's has a little bit of an accent. If you're gonna play an iconic American actress, you kind of have to nail her voice because Marilyn Monroe is very unique in the way she speaks as well. Mm-hmm. And from all I've seen, she doesn't do that. Again, this is a very Golden Globes nomination. Yeah. In that regard. I just don't care for the woman. <laughs> um, I love Michelle Williams. I I expect her to be phenomenal in the Fablemans. I have no, I mean, this is, a Anna de Armas aside, this is a very tight category, just if we're talking heavyweights here. Oh my God, yeah. Um, Blanchett, Coleman, Davis, Williams. Everything, everything <laughs> Olivia Coleman has ever done, everyone always says, oh my God, it's her best work yet. <laughs> and it's like, we can't yeah. say this about everything, but then she's also like amazing she's in everything. Like, she's truly like a, a next Meryl Streep in that way. And like, yeah. Just nominated, like she's going to get nominated every year because she's, Gonna have a movie like this out every uh, award season, and it's probably gonna be phenomenal. And she's gonna get nominated, and she's one of the top three front runners. Yep. So could go it could go anywhere. I would say, I would say she's my front runner. Yeah, I Just, mean, I think that's pretty easy to, to mark down. Um, best performance by an actress in a motion picture. Musical or comedy? Any musicals here? No. No. Oh, my God. Okay, sorry. I'm reading this list for the first time. Yeah. Leslie Manville from Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, which I only saw the trailer for, and it looked delightful. Yeah, I'm looked, actually looked sad that I didn't, very sweet. didn't see it. Margot Robbie from Babylon. Anya Taylor-Joy, The Menu. Emma Thompson, Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. And Michelle Yeoh from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. I wouldn't be mad at any single person winning this category. I agree. Like, I think if we're doing a Golden Globes pick, mm-hmm. it's probably Anya Taylor Joy. You think? I don't know Not enough Margot about Robbie? that. No, no, I don't know enough about that movie to know if that nomination is justified. I think it's the only thing it is nominated for. Then yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. I'm going to give this one to Michelle Yeoh, probably. I think that's probably one where it's like, if you want to get like a headline moment, let Michelle Yeoh have her shine and let her do it, especially because of the way that movie uh, oh, no. is, is on, her, on the back of her, uh, you know, her performance. Um, Correct. And I think Margot Robbie is like the firework out of all of them like it looks like she's got a very flashy part in that movie yeah. um and you know but you know if emma thompson wins oh, oh gosh I, I, emma thompson you love her i, I would love yeah we, she would be great we we love emma thompson um and then you know if leslie manville i assume that's the the older woman in that in that film uh that would be delightful wonderful for her I love, I mean, I think the trailer gave away too much of that movie, but I yeah. was just tickled by the premise. You know, I think it, I think in a trailer like that is aimed towards an older audience, like the whole movie sure, is. And sure. so, like, 
like if you're an older person, like I need to know that it's worth my time to go and like and you get the full story. Um, best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical or comedy. Diego Calva in Babylon, Daniel Craig in Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery, Adam Driver in White Noise, Colin Farrell in Banshees of Inishirin, and Ray Fiennes in The Menu. So The Menu picking up another another acting nomination. nomination. Yeah. yeah. Again, <laughs> Driver, Farrell, Fiennes, Craig, and I, I don't know of Diego Calva, but... We will when we go we see will. Babylon. Um... I get, Daniel Craig getting nominated is funny, just because of, uh, if it's the same iteration of like I how declare he was, this is a mystery on our hands. What did they? What did Chris Evans call him? In Kentucky that? Fried Bullshit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Very, oh, in a I'm, chunky sweater. A very curious category. I. I Daniel Craig. It's like just thinking of if, of that accent makes me laugh. Uh, I, I kind of can't believe that. Sight unseen. I'm gonna go with Colin Farrell. Yeah, based on the trailer, I think Ray Fiennes is probably a, a yeah a dark horse. He's kind of like insane in that yeah. trailer. And Adam Driver too. But I think I don't know that movie. I think people had higher hopes for that movie, and it doesn't seem to be getting uh, as much traction. I don't know. I really not that I was ever like big on Adam Driver, but it was just. I mean, I remember him from Girls, where he was just oh yeah, like a lunatic, like friggin' just awkward. Yeah, and then he went to go play Kyle in Star Wars, and was you know kind of cringe there too. Yeah, he was good in um, the Marriage Story, mm-hmm. but he also is like this mad dude, you know. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, another killer category uh, in this next one. Mm-hmm. Best Supporting Actor, Motion Picture. Again, they combine musical, comedy, drama Ugh. all in one here. But that just makes for a heavy hitter here. Mm-hmm. Brendan Gleeson, Banshees of Inishirin. Mm-hmm. Barry Keegan, Banshees of Inishirin. Brad Pitt, Babylon. K-Hugh Kwan, a.k.a. Short, Short Round. Round. Everything, 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 everywhere, all at once. And Eddie Rainbane for The Good Nurse. I heard he, like, maybe I'm misremembering this, but I thought I read that he, like, kind of struggled being on that set or just, just the, the process of being an actor in this role name? yeah mm-hmm. not that not that it was bad but it was like a challenge for yeah. him and and he struggled with that challenge i'm going team short round <laughs> i i would that would be fun but i i don't think it'll probably be him just for <laughs> name recognition alone um yeah when brad pitt's in the room you kind of yeah brad pitt it, you know, Barry Keegan's on the rise. Eddie Redmayne, you kind of move out of the way for it, too. That's awesome. That's an awesome category. That's a really good category. Yeah. I think the next one's probably a little bit more cut and dry, and we love to see it. Best Supporting Actress for a Motion Picture. Angela Bassett. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Carrie Condon, The Banshees of Inishirin. Jamie Lee Curtis, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Dolly DeLeon. Is that me saying that right? Probably not. Triangle of Sadness and Carrie Mulligan for she said, mm-hmm. "Wow, yeah, I've heard uh, she's a, a standout in that in that movie, and obviously uh, enough to get a nomination here." Um, Jamie Lee Curtis being in Everything Everywhere All at Once is a spoiler, so thank you, uh, <laughs> thank you, Golden Globes. Damn it! Uh, you know, it, it, 
again, without having seen some of these, I'm sure Carrie Condon in Banshee, like Banshee's of Inishirin is going to get a whole lot of love uh, when the awards come around. But it looks like a category that's just kind of open for Angela Bassett to get some love. Yeah, and I I also think maybe she's the Golden Globe pick too. I mean, she's great yeah. in Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Not not diminishing her work in that in that film, but I eh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Are we done with movies? Yeah, let's we're, let's do a, a quick run through on the television award. So you may be confused which nominees count as movies and which are considered TV. Now, TV is the one that I watch five hours straight, but a movie is the one that I don't turn on because it's two hours. I don't want to be in front of my TV for two hours. I want to be in front of the TV for one hour, five times. Now, as you all know, this is a movie review podcast, but Zach and I are also very very avid tv watchers voracious um probably we probably watch more tv shows than movies if i'm being honest yeah i mean we as much as we want to see a movie during the week sometimes it's just tough but we but we'll put on anything we're working through the boys right now which we're very behind on but yeah but tv we're i mean we're usually pretty up on on tv but yeah but tv is also where the golden globes can do weird shit like oh yeah like your emily in paris (laughs) <laughs> like I remember uh, years ago, Man in the High Castle, uh-huh. one of those Amazon shows. Yeah. But it was also the first place to really give love to Marvelous Miss Maisel before it started its run. So <gasps> the best show. Yes, you're absolutely right. Do you want to kick us off? Sure. Best TV series drama. Uh, the final season of Better Call Saul. Uh, the Crown. Mm-hmm. Penultimate season, I believe. Uh, House of the Dragons inaugural season gets the nomination here. Ozark on Netflix, as well as the first season of Severance on Apple TV Plus. Um, I think we've okay. We haven't seen Better Call Saul. We haven't seen Ozark. I've seen some of Severance. Mm -hmm. We've seen House of Dragon. I haven't watched The Crown yet, only because I don't have time. (laughs) But I will. We we watch so much TV. Cuts the categories. We've seen two of the shows. Um, well, How's the Dragon was like event television. Oh, yeah. No, we were there every week with a big group. Better Call Saul is, I mean, we've heard nothing but great things. I was, were you as deep in on Breaking Bad as I was? Not live. Nope. It was one of the first things I watched when Netflix kind of became mm-hmm. what Netflix is yeah. now. And I watched it and I enjoyed it. Um, I'm just. People have said it's it's like as good or better. and I. I feel bad as like a big fan of Breaking Bad that I haven't picked up on Better Call Saul. Um, I'll ask my dad what he thinks because he he just finished season yeah. five and oh, it's one of those things where you know with with TV people are always more concerned with the Emmys, of course. And Better Call Saul hasn't properly been like crowned as one of the better TV shows of this generation at the Emmys. Um, it'd be interesting if it gets the nod here. Um, again, when it comes to, uh, uh, the Golden Globes of it all, is it a House of the Dragon? It's hard not to pick House of the Dragon. I mean, I think Severance is probably the best show of them because House of the Dragon has so much more to go, you know? Uh, right. There's a lot of weird, like... Not weird, but world building happening yeah. there. There, there's a lot of things happening yeah. in that first season. But, but that show will only get better. I uh, yeah, 
I, that honestly that i mean well the same with the crown it's it's so interesting so season five assuming that's what is being nominated here is one of those transition ones where they 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 have a set cast for all of these characters but they only they're only in those roles for two seasons mm-hmm. and then they do kind of like a time jump and they age up the 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 characters or the cast members rally rather um so I think this nominated season is the first one of the new cast for this, this last. This is the Princess Diana season, this, right? Yeah. Well. Well, with the. Post-divorce. Yeah. Yeah, because. The seasons, dramatic Diana Season three and four was them, was her getting together with Charles. Uh, maybe just season four was her getting together with Charles. But um, I've heard nothing but good things about it. I mean, the crown is so, so good. Mm-hmm. Um. Even if it is a bit dramatized here and there, mm-hmm. it's just it's just a well told story with incredible performances. Um, yeah, but I don't think it's gonna beat out House of the Dragon. No, because it, that's just that was just such a phenomenon. I wouldn't also. I also wouldn't be surprised. I believe this is one of the final seasons of Ozark, if not the. Uh, and I think, based on my recollection, that the Globes have honored Ozark before that they've kind of latched onto that. I don't remember. I, I think, think, I think wanted, you're thinking of the Emmys. Meet, they wanted to beat, uh, meet Jason Bateman. Well, who doesn't? I mean, really this is so, uh, next up is a very interesting category. Best television series, musical or comedy. Abbott elementary mm-hmm. airing on ABC, the bear airing on FX, Hacks from HBO Max, Only Murders in the Building on Hulu, and Wednesday from Netflix. I'm sorry, Alex. Are you a member of the Hollywood Foreign Press? Because this feels like you're watching habits in a category. I'll tell you, we have reached a category (laughs) where I have seen every single thing in its entirety. Actually, not true. I'm a few episodes behind on Abbott Elementary, sure. but I've seen everything on this on this list. I have seen. I've seen the bear. I love the bear to death. Incredible. I've caught episodes of everything else on this list because you've watched it while I when I come home or something. Um, I mean, this is this is for you to speak. On. Like, these I are, know. These are your shows. And let me tell you, I'm I'm stuck. Well, OK, I'll, I'll we'll go by process of elimination. Wednesday, fucking see ya. How is that there? I don't know. How is I that think there? That's, that's a Golden Globes thing. Like I'm sure the nomination window can is wider than like when things yeah. can be released. I mean, that's not. I think they're able to like. They've had that happen before. Like something from Veep one on a season that like hadn't dropped yet or something like that. Yeah. I. Okay, like I said, Wednesday. Please don't like. <laughs> <laughs> voodoo doll me or something you're out of here uh-huh. in in comparison to everything else on this list that is honest to god the weakest one of of when you say one of these things is not like the other it's that <laughs> i like that i can't believe that's there but oh me neither i i you know, maybe the hollywood foreign press voters were all on tiktok they're like oh i love that dance <laughs> oh my god no so ruling that one out i mean next um <sighs> It pains me to say it, but I'm probably going to say no to Hacks as well. Hacks is excellent. 
It's gotten its Emmy love. But it's a specific excellent. Mm -hmm. I mean, season one. Season one got awards for writing. And Jean Smart won for lead actress. At the Emmys. At the Emmys, correct. But for season two, which was just recently, it o- the only award they got was for Jean, Jean mm-hmm. Smart. So they did not get that writing um, award again because it went to Abbott Elementary. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Hacks is going to win this one. <sighs> that said, I, next, what I'm going to eliminate... Again, breaks my heart is only murders in the building. I think it's that's a very poppy show. It's so good though. It's, I've heard nothing great things, it's but it's just so good. From the it's outside, this, it feels... it's this wonderful blend of like, like just old murder mystery meets modern take. Like it's these two old guys and Selena Gomez doing a podcast. Two and when old I say guys. I say old guys, I know who Steve Martin and Martin Shore are, but like it's. It's got it's got layers. It's funny. It's clever. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I good, ju- good for the comedy nominee to be uh, uh, Really? <laughs> I mean, just I'm uh, agonizing here. You're cracking jokes. Yes, because so, it's the comedy category. Oh my God. So between Abbott Elementary and the Bear. Come on. Say it. I say it. Oh that, my that, god. Just think of that bottle episode. In the bear, the one shot. You know what? Twenty I, minute gun to my head. I'm gonna say the bear. Yeah, there are times where Abbott Elementary can be a little formulaic, and it does remind me of other things. It's its design is Parks and Recreation, which mm. is The Office. In that, it's that mockumentary kind of thing, but it is so clever, and the characters are interesting and funny. But the bear, one oh. of the best things I've seen. Period. 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 And like it Again, just that, that, transcends. Like I made a friggin' uh kitchen joke to you while we made dinner tonight. Yep. Yeah, Pants. so so is everybody else that's yes, Jeff. Yes. Just like I, if you haven't seen it, I think it's episode seven or it's eight. The, I think it's the penultimate episode. Yeah, it's a it's a one shot, like literal one <laughs> shot for twenty-three minutes, and it's perfect. Yeah, it's thrilling. It's exhilarating. It's it's not. It keeps you on your toes. I'll tell you though, it's not ha ha funny. It's no. not Abbott Elementary funny. No, but I mean, cousin cousin is pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> what's his What's his name? Um, Evan Moss Backrack is the yeah. Name. What's his or, no, name? No, that, that's the lead. Who am I thinking of? No, Jeremy Allen White is Jeremy the lead. Allen lead. Yeah, Evan Moss Backrack is he, he's he's in Girls. He's in Andor. What's he's his in, name in Girls? In girls, he's Desi. Desi, that's right. That's because that's what we kept calling him when we were watching the <laughs> yeah. show. Uh, just the it's, it's yeah, such a it's, damn good show. My so my heart is being pulled in all these different directions, but it's you you got to give it to the bear. Yeah. It and is again, so good. This is one of those things where is it a comedy? Is it more of a comedy than Albert Albert Elementary? No. Is it more of a comedy than Hacks or Murders in the Building? No. Is it funny in parts? Is it a great drama? Yeah. Is it a better drama than anything in the drama category? No. It's it's one of those like it's a dramedy if you want to call it that. It it's it's 
it takes itself seriously, but it is a good time. Yeah. So I, if you haven't, you're seen just the bear, gonna be captivated by it, and and you'll be happy. And the thing it. with the bear too, if you haven't seen it, it's an easy watch. It's yeah. only eight or nine episodes, and they're all half hours. Yeah. So half hours or less. So I like take your time. It, you can knock it out in two days, a weekend, whatever. Uh, you 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 will be better for it. Truly. A great category. Very excited for the yeah, result of that, that one. And that's... if it's Wednesday, I'm turning that shit off. <laughs> I liked Wednesday. It does not deserve a Golden Globe right no, now. No, not even close. Uh, best performance by an actor in a television series drama. I'm very excited for this one. <laughs> uh, I don't think he'll win, but I'm excited for it. So we have Jeff Bridges in The Old Man. The Kevin one. Costner in Yellowstone, your grandparents' favorite <laughs> uh, TV show. Uh, Diego Luna in Andor. Zach's favorite show. Star Wars getting an acting nomination? What is happening here? Wow, that's, that's actually pretty noteworthy. Uh, Bob Odenkirk in Better Call Saul and Adam Scott in Severance. Diego Luna will not win this category because Bob Odenkirk or Adam Scott will probably win. Maybe Kevin, Really? Maybe Kevin Costner. I was going to say Bob Odenkirk or Kevin Costner. I am be- over the moon that a Star Wars project it didn't get a series nomination. I really wish it would have. It's a tough category for them to break into. That show is so, 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 so goddamn good. Like, the best Star Wars since Rogue One. Maybe it's better than Rogue One, the prequel that it's leading into. It's crazy that the prequel to a prequel is so good, but it is. And Diego Luna is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Thrilled to have a Star Wars acting nomination, for God's sake. Oh, that's so yeah, cool. Not, not Yellow, visual effects. Yellowstone's going to win because. If, if they want to meet Kevin Costner. Because Kostner, the, 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 the voters Kostner. are still predominantly white. Yeah, I think if, if Diego Luna has an outside shot, it is because it is the foreign press. And he is the only foreign actor among them, being a Mexican actor. It would be cool. Hollywood foreign press, be cool. <laughs> Be cool, guys. For once in your life. You don't be all for, uncool. Be you, cool. You get the chance to vote for Star Wars. Oh, they when don't do you give get a to shit do about that. Star Wars. They don't care. Come That's on. a terrible angle. Come anyway, on. moving on. Best performance by an actress in a television series drama. Emma Darcy of House of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. Laura Linney, Ozark. Mm-hmm. Imelda Staunton as Queen Elizabeth in The Crown. Hilary Swank, Alaska Daily. And Zendaya from Euphoria. Oof. How do we feel, firstly, about Emma Darcy being nominated in an actress category? Um, so for those that don't know, she identifies as non-binary. Um, it's, I mean, what do you do? Yeah, if you put it's a, tricky. If you put her in actor, you're going to get such an outcry. I think the thing that you can lean on here is that she played a female she character a female. in the show. Yeah, okay. So I think that's how you, you know, kind of square that circle and, and not worry about it so much. Um, it, it, I mean, hopefully it does create some sort of conversation to be had because, yeah. you know, we, I mean, for years people have talked about just saying they, they, everyone is an actor, mm-hmm. get rid of the tress mm-hmm. part it's of a, it. And, it's a craft. Yeah, so... You know, it's um, it's an interesting conversation to be had by, you know, people with more of a perspective on it than I than us, I think. Um, but it is it is a good question to ask for sure. 
Um, but she does play a female character uh, in uh, uh, Rhaenyra, mm. who she only plays for half the season, interestingly, again, for this award. Uh, but away- she has a lot to do in that half. She 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 gives birth including on twice. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. <laughs> yeah, but like uh, so, um, fa- kind of fascinating because again, the way that all these things usually work, at least for TV, is they submit a episode, so they're not being judged on a whole season of work. Yeah. Um, that stinks because I like Millie Alcock. Yeah, yeah, we we love Millie Alcock. And they we probably submit an episode for her too. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt if they did. Um, so interesting to see her there. Who do you think is going to win? I mean, ever it's it's Zendaya. No. I haven't seen. I haven't. She's seen the Golden Globe pick. She's the one. She's only there because they want to meet her. I mean, has she won the Emmys? Yes. I have an issue with that too. Honestly, yeah. you've, just, you've seen Euphoria. I haven't. Yeah, I. I'm not picking Zendaya, amongst all these people. Yeah, I haven't even seen Ozark, and I probably go towards Laura Linney before Zendaya. I mean, she, I recognize that it's a hard story to tell that Zendaya is like portraying here, mm-hmm. but that show is so just like hard to get through. And she's just so miserable and just like a, just emotional, just like succubus. It's just sad. Yeah. And it's like, all right, I, I, I okay. You know, the question you asked before about Emma Darcy makes an interesting idea. I, you know, I you hope that they don't vote for awards like this, but if they voted for Emma Darcy and she goes up there to accept the actress award, mm-hmm. I would assume her speech would be pretty good. Yeah, in terms of her being able to address sure non-binary actress all using your platform, sure, yeah. sure, sure. So that could be like the 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 viral speech that they want. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's a that's an interesting one, an interesting category for sure. I think I think you could probably go good with any of them except maybe Hillary Swank. No offense to Hillary Swank, I don't like your. She's on what is that show on? A- AMC? No, I thought it was on ABC. It's on somewhere that again, it's like your parents' favorite show, <laughs> your grandparents' favorite show. Let me let me let me look. Let me look. Fill for time. Okay. Um. ABC. ABC. Okay. Yeah. Network. Uh, Next. No, no love for your queen. No, I mean, I haven't seen her. Okay. She's probably great, but she also has this unfortunate, like shadow of Dolores Umbridge behind her for the rest of her career. Yeah. Oh, that's who that is. (laughs) Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure she's great. I'm sure she's phenomenal. You go ahead and read the next one. Cause all but one, again, this is, a category for you <laughs> by you go for it best actress in a tv series musical or comedy quinta brunson from abbott elementary kaylee cuoco from the flight attendant selena gomez from only murders in the building jenna ortega from wednesday <laughs> fuck why gene smart from hacks uh. <laughs> this one's going to quinta you think so yeah yeah it's not over, going over to smart? jenna over Jean Smart? The, I mean, if there's anyone contend like as a contender against Quinta, it's her. I can't believe they got Wednesday. Like, I okay, know. for series, fine. Actress? She does a fine job. She does an excellent portrayal. Oh, Wednesday wow. Adams. It's not. It's, if you're going to nominate Austin Butler and not say it's a cosplay. Well, he. I feel like he does more with it than she. Like, she, she portrays. 
a very accurate interpretation, at least in my opinion, of Wednesday. Okay. I, it's not my favorite Wednesday, <laughs> Christina Ricci, ride or die. Yep. But I, ah, oh my God, what? <laughs> that's, that's a, that's a rough one. Yeah. Quinta Brunson, hands down. Selena Gomez, we love her. She's not, she's not the strong, strong performance in that show. Yeah. Um, Let's, uh. Let's roll forward a little bit because we're. I forgot there's still the limited series things to go through. Oh my so, god! <laughs> also, just Kaylee Cuoco sucks. Yeah. I haven't even watched that show. Yeah, that's not going to be it. Uh, again, these TV ca- acting categories are killer. Best actor in a TV series musical comedy: Donald Glover in Atlanta, Bill Hader in Barry, Steve Martin and Martin Short in Only Murders in the Building, and Jeremy Allen White in The Bear. Yes, Chef. You think it's it's his? I. Friggin' hope so. I wouldn't be surprised if they give Donald Glover. I know people have been down on the season of Atlanta. It's not a show that we watch. It's probably um, going to curveball all of us and go to Bill Hader. People love Barry. What if they co-vote for Steve Martin and Martin Short together? They will not do that. What if they did? They won't do that. But they could. If if I have to pick between one of them, it's probably Steve Martin. Yeah. Martin Short, I feel like is just playing himself. Yeah. Uh, best supporting actor TV: John Lithgow, The Old Man; Jonathan Price in The Crown; John Turturro in Severance; Tyler James Williams in Abbott Elementary; Henry Winkler in Barry. A lot of old white guys and Tyler James Williams. And the guy who plays Chris in young Everybody Chris. Hates Chris. Yeah, young Chris Rock. I'm gonna go with Henry Winkler. I like Tyler James Williams, but he's kind of like the Jim of that show, where he just kind of looks Makes at the camera face. and like frown. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do we got in supporting actress? Best supporting actress for television is Elizabeth Debicki, mm-hmm. which I believe she, for, from The Crown, she plays, I believe she plays Diana. I'm not confident yes. on that. Hannah Einbinder from Hacks, Julia Garner from Ozark, Janelle James from Abbott Elementary, and Shirley Ralph from Abbott Elementary. You think we'll just go straight for Elizabeth Debicki? I think she's probably a contender. Shirley Ralph is probably a contender as well, just because she won the Emmy. Mm-hmm. Um, Julia Garner, you can't count out either because she won the Emmy for drama. Um, I would love Hannah Einbinder to win, but I don't think she really stands out amongst the rest of these. Yeah. Um, so next up is the limited series, and these have always been weird because some of these are not limited like uh the white lotus wasn't just, a limited series because it had a second season just finished its second well i mean that's why they call it anthology oh yeah but is it okay um it is but it isn't only because of the jennifer coolidge effect and then again you're comparing series to tv movies and it's it's yeah it's, it's a it's a real hodgepodge section yeah, here this is just like the miscellaneous of the TV <laughs> this was on tv once it's charlie brown christmas so I, this is a weird category best limited series anthology series or motion picture made for television again Jeez. a mouthful blackbird apple tv plus i only heard about this today because it got nominated and there was a promoted ad on my twitter feed with taron edgerton's face in the middle of it nice uh monster the jeffrey dahmer story no the dropout maybe uh jeffrey dahmer netflix dropout hulu pam and tommy hulu, no the white lotus hbo 
maybe. I feel like this is White Lotus, and if they want to do a curveball, it'll be the Jeffrey Dahmer movie, and everyone will be mad at them. Yeah. Well, the dropout, the dropout is, is that the, um, I, is that the Amanda Seyfried thing? I believe so. Doing a quick Google, uh, yeah. That might win. Yes, Amanda Seyfried. She won the Emmy. So did uh, Michael Keaton. Uh, best performance by an actor in blah, 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 blah. Taron Egerton, <laughs> Blackbird. Colin Firth, The Staircase. Andrew Garfield, oh, wow. Under the Banner of Heaven. Evan Peters, the monster of the Jeffrey Dahmer story. And Sebastian Stan, Pam and Tommy. A real uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe vibe towards the end of that list. I'm going to go with probably Andrew Garfield. I've, I heard nothing but great things. Him. Like when Colin Firth is, I've heard, him. is really good in the staircase. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about Blackbird. There are no, no way in hell are they going to set themselves up for controversy and vote for Evan Peters. Yeah. And Sebastian Stan is like good, but it's, I think it's just a visual thing. I think people just like him because he, he lo- looks like Tommy Lee. He, he embodied both the of physical, them, do him and Lily James. Yeah, the physical space of Tommy Lee, but not, you know. The acting uh performance by an actress in an l s a s o m p m really t v jessica chastain in george and tammy which i think is actually coming out like soon yep julia garner inventing anna the netflix series mini series about um this like socialite god i'm forgetting in her los name los angeles yeah no it was new york Lily James, Pam and Tommy, Julia Roberts, Gaslit, Amanda Seyfried, The Dropout. I like a lot of big names, but all of these shows feel like whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, they just kind of feel like whatever. They're 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 all other. They're just probably Amanda Seyfried. She's won the Emmy. Mid tier stuff. Or Julia Roberts because they because like she's Julia, Julia Roberts, Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> winning a TV award. Yeah, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> uh, supporting in all of those categories. Uh, supporting actress. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge in The White Lotus. Claire Danes, Fleischman is in trouble. Daisy Edgar Jones, Under the Banner of Heaven. Nisi Nash Betts, goddammit, Variety, you just put an ad up where I was looking. Uh, in Jeffrey Dahmer story. And Aubrey Plaza in White Lotus. I haven't watched this season of The White Lotus. It just finished, and I'm getting an itch to dive in so i can't speak to those two i've heard good things about fleischman is in trouble though yeah 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 I, the, apologies for kind of running through these quickly and just like not having a lot to say you think that there's too many movies for us to see there's way too much television to see at this point in human history like there's just too much there's really too much the golden of age um it, like even some of the best uh, media podcasts I listen to that in theory see as much as they can they're like I haven't seen half of these things that are out right now uh, actor in a supporting role for LSASMP TV <laughs> uh, F. A. Murray Abraham White Lotus Donald Gleason The Patient um, Paul Walter Hauser Blackbird Richard Jenkins Jeffrey Dahmer and Seth Rogen in Pam and Tom. I love Je- Richard Jenkins. Yeah. I don't think he's going to win. No. It's probably going to be the White Lotus. 
either White Lotus or Donald Gleason. Yeah. Why not? Um, oh my god. We don't know anything about score. Let's skip that one. We don't know anything about non-English language pictures. I, I, you know, I will say of the ones that are nominated, I would think that this is RRRs to run away with. Yeah. Uh, people like that one. People love that movie. The other one I've seen make noise is All Quiet on the Western Front. Interesting that that's a German movie. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, learn your history, folks, and maybe. Best original song. You have some insight on this, at least uh, some, a little bit. Carolina, from where the crawdads sing, from Taylor Swift. <laughs> Ciao, Papa, from Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Uh, Hold My Hand, from Top Gun Maverick. That's the Lady Gaga song that played over the credits. <laughs> it is not as iconic as anything from the original Top Gun. Uh, Lift Me Up, from Black Panther Wakanda Forever, by Rihanna. Uh... Not to, not to from RRR. We haven't seen it. Couldn't tell you. Um, it won't be Taylor Swift. It won't be. It'll probably be Rihanna. It, yeah, I would say either Rihanna or um, the RRR one, just for yeah. variety. Because again, foreign. Yeah. Uh, motion picture animated. This is interesting because normally we see a lot of animated movies. We have seen one. Of these nominees. This is wild because I'm trying to think of like what the animated movies are that came out from our main Lightyear. Yeah, Lightyear doesn't get nominated. I mean, if you have to pick between that one Strange and Turning World. Red, if you have to pick between the two, mo- the two Pixar movies that came out this year and you only get to pick one mm-hmm. to be nominated mm-hmm. to win, mm-hmm. are you honestly picking Lightyear? No. No, me neither. I'm picking socks. I but. think this, this is an oddly uh, competitive category. Not com- I wasn't going to say competitive. This is definitely a down year in the animated film race. Hmm. Um, I mean. No, I disagree. I appreciate so. that it's a little like diverse in a, in a way. It's mm-hmm. not like, oh, it's all these like sort of crappy thrown together animated movies. And then the, the, big pixar thing like they're all kind of on even playing field here and it's an interesting representation yeah Uh, i mean it was always between like disney versus pixar versus maybe dreamworks yeah maybe universal yeah but now it's kind of a little different so the category is guillermo del toro's pinocchio on netflix which Uh, i'm not into seeing but it looked scary Weirdly, we got two Pinocchio movies this year, and I don't want to see either of them. <laughs> Sorry, Tom Hanks. We just don't talk about that one. Uh, Inu Go, or Inu O from G Kids. I think that's a, a Japanese uh, anime film. Uh, Marcel the Shell with Shoes on. I thought that was like a YouTube thing. How did that turn into a movie? Yeah, I, I'm. That's it's apparently. I mean, you can say the same thing cute. about Justin Bieber. People said it was super cute. I, you know, if, if I had to pick a winner. I haven't seen, you know, not knowing too much about Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I might say Marcel Lachelle because that was one that got legitimately critically praised yeah. during the during kind of a low point in the beginning of the year. Uh, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. From if there is anything that I want to see less, it's anything related to the Puss in Boots movie. And then uh, Turning Red. Turning Red. We like Turning Red. It's not the strongest no. Pixar entry. No. I mean, I love it on so many levels. I love it. 
But award season wise, eh, probably not. Probably not gonna win. Yeah, let's. Why isn't that original song nominated? <laughs> you yeah. know what's up? Let's see. Does anybody have a list of snubs for us to go over? Uh, Variety also has its list of Golden Globe snubs. Let's see if I can scan that real quick. Um, I'm just singing, singing for town in my head now. No best actor nomination for Tom Cruise. Is that a snub? No. <laughs> he was just playing himself. Uh, no. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence in the movie actress category for what is she gonna be in? Movie called Joy. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm kind of over her. Oh, so this was one that was uh brought up, and this is interesting in the wake of last year's award season. Will Smith was not nominated for Emancipation, his big serious drama about uh slavery. Um, Apple TV Plus movie coming out soon. People were talking big about him because people were already buzzing about this last year when he when the slap happened. Um. And people saying, like, man, if he if some, what's the fallout of this? He's not going to get nominated for his big slavery movie that's coming up. And he didn't even get the Golden Globe nomination. So that's. Do you think that's fallout from that or is that just. I do. I bet that movie's incredible, but nobody is thinking about that when they see yeah. him now yeah. in an award show context. Nobody is thinking about the movie. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, this one I was surprised by lord of the rings rings of power completely left out of any of the nominations the most expensive tv that. show ever made spend uh, the bezos bucks yeah that big amazon splash didn't uh well didn't it is the golden globes i will talk say, to me about this if they get snubbed at the emmys then we got a problem i will say this is also the first season and i think there's just a lot going on in that show um and again like house of the dragon it will be better as you go on because things will kind of sort themselves out. Having seen Rings of Power, mm-hmm. how dependent on Tolkien knowledge do you need to be to like truly enjoy that show? Because that might be a turnoff for a lot of people who like aren't you diehards. Know, I want to say not as much as you think. It's, it's certainly an easier digestion if you know more. I think they do as good of a job as they can trying to introduce a lot, but it is a lot because you're really dealing with like, it's like some mid seasons game of Thrones stuff where you're going to like five different places. But the thing that it did in its first season that the game of Thrones did better, there'd be some times where you just wouldn't see people for like three episodes of game of Thrones. Right. And that's because they wanted to give time to everybody else and proper rings of power sort of made a, a bad decision in this way to make sure you saw everybody every episode. Mm. And there's only once or twice where maybe they skipped like the hobbits for an episode because they're just walking. No need to see them. But they do try to, they throw a lot of words and names and places and locations and maps to at you. So I think now that things are sort of set up and now you have like, because part of the season is trying to figure out who, who's really the bad guy, who are we fighting? And so now that that's like, pretty much laid out now it's like you kind of have the good guys mm. and the bad guys and you gotta i wonder if that, that worked in house of the dragon's favor because you already kind of have that expectation of that from game of thrones so when they were watching house of dragon and it was actually like a simplified version that's right. how house of the dragon was able to 
sneak through. Sure. And, as yeah. opposed to this. House of Dragon is definitely more uh, concentrated. Focused. Um, no nominations for Yellow Jackets. Uh, well, it's on Showtime. Nobody watches that. Yep. Uh, Harry Styles. Shut out for My Policeman. The sun will rise. <laughs> um, I don't know if this is a snub. Julia Roberts nominated, but for Gaslit and not for Ticket to Paradise. Oh. <laughs> we- I can't decide on a word to say. No. Who wrote that? Variety. No, who? Uh, I'm going to find them on Twitter and say, you are not serious. Kate Arthur and oh. Adam B. Very. Kate Arthur, formerly of BuzzFeed. Wow. <laughs> wow. RRR uh, not nominated for Best Picture, Musical, or Comedy. Yeah, of course. It's not going to. Yeah. It, it, like, it'll win its foreign co- categories, but it, and it made waves, certainly. Like, when's mm-hmm. the last time you heard this much about a Bollywood? Or not, sorry, this wasn't Bollywood. This was uh, Tollywood, I think, is the difference. It's it, different uh, variety of English or Indian film. Um, I mean, good that we heard about it, but, you know. Uh, Zendaya got nominated. That's like a shocker. Yeah. I mean, no, considering she got nominated for the Emmy for both seasons and it's the attention whore Golden Globes, not surprising. I don't think she deserves to be there, but I've addressed that already. So Zendaya, despite winning her Emmys, was not nominated for the first season by the Golden Globes. So that she is nominated for the second season, but wasn't for the first season, is a surprise, I think, is what they're saying. Um, Women Talking, only nominated for Screenplay and Score. Adam Driver, nominated for White Noise. Babylon got way more nominations than people expected. I'm sure that's actually a pretty fair assessment. Uh, This, again, speaks to you. No Sarah Jessica Parker for In Just Like That. That is the correct call. Did they watch that show? That show sucks. Did I watch every second of it? Yeah. Am I glad there's a season two? Yeah, but it's a terrible show. Yeah, let's see what if Vulture has any big ones. Um, bump, 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 bump. I don't want to. I don't like the way that they put together the list. I don't want to read it. Um. So yeah, that's uh. That's our babbling about the Golden Globes. Yes. When does the show actually air? January 23rd? Tuesday, January 10th. Oh. 10th, yes. Tuesday, January 10th. So really only a month from now. So a short runway from nomination to awards. Um, You know, we will do our best to see what we can see between now and then. Um, Holiday time. More time off. Should be able to squeeze some of those in there. and we'll we're, we'll certainly have a, a talk. It's going to be difficult with it being on a Tuesday rather than it being on Sunday. Uh, but we will. As long as they don't run long. Yep. Which they always do. Yep. Yikes. Uh, until uh, until we get to award season, until we see everything else, what where what will we see? The Fablemans. We will see everyone at the movies. Oh yeah. 